Hey pals, this is Blaine Hill, and uh, I'm coming to you, well, I'm coming to you from the house, but for Lake Murray Presbyterian Church in beautiful, sunny springtime here in Chapin, South Carolina, it is a magnificent day. Today's Tuesday, it's the 28th of April, 2020, and the governor uh, let us know that state of emergency is extending uh, uh, probably at least for another two weeks uh, here, and uh, so we're coming to you through Facebook. I, I have a request for you. If you have not already followed the Lake Murray Presbyterian Church Facebook page, page, would you do that? That We are trying to figure out how to be present when people can't be present. Uh, and um, inter, interact, interacting with Facebook is a really important part of that. And you can help us if you will do a couple things, actually. If you will go to the Lake Murray Facebook page, be sure to follow us. Of course, um, in, in this word, world of constant requests for adulation, you can... Uh, if you could hit thumbs up on this. And the last thing is if you share this on your page, and, and wait till you find one that you actually like. Uh, but if you hear something from Ben or, or me on one of these devotionals, if you will share that on your page with a comment or two or some reflection, that's really helpful to us uh, as we're trying to learn how to make use of Facebook. And if we can help you, if you have a business that uses Facebook or a project, uh, we would um, be glad to return the favor. That's That's how the the online economy seems to work. But let me, let me get to something to nourish you today. Um, I'm going to pick an argument with Stephen King. Not really an argument, but let, let me read what may be a familiar passage to you. Um, this is from the Gospel according to Matthew. It's the 22nd chapter, in the, starting at the 35th verse. This um, A lawyer asked Jesus a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. All the law and the prophets means the whole of Scripture to Jesus, really. Uh, if you want to know how to live a godly life, to live life with God, Jesus says, love God with your whole being and love your neighbors like you do yourself. Here's some great stories about who's a neighbor. We'll do that another time, maybe. Um, here, here's the argument uh, I want to pick with Stephen King. I heard him in an interview uh, uh, not long ago. And uh, you, you probably have heard of Stephen King. If you haven't, he writes these super creepy, sometimes disturbing, weird stories very popular American writer. He wrote a book in the early 70s, I think, uh, maybe maybe it was the late 70s, called The Stand, in which a, a super virus uh, attacks the world in a pandemic and it kills almost everyone. The uh, book's uh, over a thousand pages long, I believe. Uh, so he, he really is a master writing uh, just uh, kind of flesh-creeping stories. So, so there's this interview with him. Turns out he is also, he grew up a Methodist, Stephen King did, he is also a regular Bible reader. Really, I uh, loves to read the Bible, much of it in the King James, because of his, he relishes the quality of the language. Um, but I thought that was interesting that Stephen King is a regular Bible reader. He said last year he listened to the entirety uh, of the Bible as an audio recording. Um, and then he said something really interesting, uh, how much... Uh, he, he sort of relishes some of the stories in the Old Te Testament, so, and some of them are quite gruesome, so it, that makes sense. But here's what's with the, the point I want to pick with him. He, is he says, you know, in the Old Testament, you read about Jesus 
telling us to love our neighbor. He says there's nothing like that in the Old Testament. It's all uh, brutality and hardship. That's not true. Uh, um, In fact, when Jesus tells us to love our neighbor, he's basically summarizing or quoting a piece of the Old Testament. Um, I don't know how many of you have read the book of Leviticus. If, If you have... Give, give me a bubble or something if you have. It is, it is a strange book of the Bible to read. It's If you think about old weird laws in the Old Testament, Leviticus is the place to go for them. Let me, but there's an amazing portion of Leviticus. Let me read it to you. You shall not hate in your heart any one of your kin. Well, that's a good rule. And you shall not, and you shall reprove your neighbor or you will incur guilt on yourself. Here's the part I want you to hear. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against any of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. So right there in the middle of what we might find as rule keeping is Jesus, where Jesus finds a summary of what it is to live a life with God, a a life that conforms to his plan. It's to love our neighbor as ourself. Um, and this comes in the dead center of the what we might think of as the rule part of the Old Testament. Um, now, many of the, the laws in Leviticus uh, sound really solid to us. You know, don't cheat your neighbor by using a false measure. Uh, respect the elderly. We can understand uh, the, how those laws were generated, why they're important. Some of them are really, really uh, pretty weird, and, and and some of them are upsetting in Leviticus. Things like, you know, don't sacrifice your children to other gods or turn them into prostitutes. Man, what kind of world were they living in where that that would happen? That that had to be a central law. Anyway, it's 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 just upsetting. Here's the key point, though: to live a life with the Lord always means that we need to love our neighbor. I suppose it'd be worth thinking about that we should expect our neighbors to love us too. Anyway, but today we're going to talk about the command to love our neighbor. And really, I want to do two things with that. The first uh, is to challenge you uh, to find a way to love your neighbor. And right now, that that person could be the people in the other room. If you're cooped up with someone because of this coronavirus, it's perhaps all the more important to be loving uh, in that close proximity because they are uh, not just your next door neighbor, uh, but your down the sofa neighbor. Um, so I want to challenge you though to find a concrete way to love your neighbor, the piece that people that are close to you. And before I give some examples of that, uh, I also want to affirm: I bet there are already that you already have ways that you are loving your neighbor, uh, possibly quite small, but don't that doesn't that's not the issue here. The key piece is that we take action to love our neighbor because we, as a, as a way to respond to God's love to us that he's given to us in Jesus Christ. So let me give you exa- some examples. Um, local food pantry, it's called We Care. They are running very low on supplies. Uh, and if you have some food to share, some dried pasta, canned beans, uh, uh, you, you need to share some of that food. We have neighbors that are in need. Or he, I talked to a church member uh, the other day, and she, when she was at the grocery store, she made sure to make a trip by the canned meat aisle. She doesn't usually eat canned meat, but she bought some for We Care because that's one of the things that week that they needed. Uh, and uh, then she went down the the, sanit- uh, the the washing aisle, so to speak, and made sure to pick up some extra detergent because that's what they needed. So that that's one way you you're. you're 
Hopefully, uh, either you have food in your house. I hope you do. If you don't, maybe you need to call us. We can help you out. But if you have food in your house, do you have some extra beans you can share? Uh, the next time you or the people who go for you to the grocery store, can they get some uh, get get some food for you to, you to share? And then, of course, you can send them a check uh, because they buy food at a discount as well. Let me give you another example. Uh, the, some ladies in our church, we call them, they call themselves the Knitwits. They are a knitting group. They knitted little headbands for healthcare workers uh, to put on their heads. And they, the head, I'm going to post some pictures later on so this will make sense. They have big buttons on them so the healthcare workers can put their mask on. They, they lay on this headband. Which way does it go? The camera's a little weird. It sits on the headband instead of resting on their ears. If you wear a face mask that rests on the back of your ears for a while, it's amazing how much that really does start to hurt and become uncomfortable and people fool with it. And that breaches the the, uh, the sanitation of the whole thing. So th this is a small item, but it's a big deal. So I want to say uh, that's a great example of these ladies uh, using a hobby and a skill for someone else. It's important to note they also knitted, no, they didn't knit, they sewed some face masks uh, for healthcare workers as well, or workers at a healthcare facility. Um, third way, maybe you've already been a good neighbor to someone, is make that phone call. Um, just calling someone up and being in communication with them. Part of it is you'll, you, hopefully you'll enjoy the conversation, but um, also... Uh, the sense that someone is reaching out to them out of care and concern and regard and love. It makes a big difference to people. Um, funny thing that, uh, about this coronavirus pandemic is uh, we, my, fam my extended family has probably had more conversations from week to week than we ever did before. Uh, a couple, for a couple of Sundays over the last month, my siblings and my parents of I, and I have ended up on Sunday afternoon in, on a Facebook time call on feet. It really is kind of like an old, uh, a new version of the old time uh, idea of visiting at grandma and grandpa. And uh, so at, at any rate, reaching out to people makes a big difference and will be make an impact for you as well. So I do want to end with that as an encouragement to you for the things that you've done. Or as a challenge to you, maybe this is, a, you need to hear a challenge to love your neighbor, to do something to demonstrate your love for them. Again, I have that favor to ask of you. If you have not gone to our Facebook page and followed us, please do that. Uh, we're, we are trying to make uh, uh, our electronic communication more effective, and that will be helpful to us. Um, if you'd share this video on your timeline, that's also really helpful. Uh, love you and hope uh, you are well and safe. If you need anything from the church, please reach out to us. Of course, on Sunday mornings, you can be back here on Facebook to participate in the worship service or you can um, come to our drive-in service where you, you pull in, stay in, and tune in to, to hear the broadcast of the worship service. Um, God bless you all and keep you safe. If there's any way we can minister together, please reach out to me. God bless.